Welcome to Let the Money Talk podcast by Philip Capital India. A podcast that provides the latest analysis of the Indian capital market. In this episode, our research experts will provide the most insightful analysis in the market. Hello friends, this is Joydeep Sen from Philip Capital's Christian Contest. In today's running is dated today that is 3rd of April 23. We will discuss about global interest rates. So the headline of the report is inflection point in global interest rates. Now what is the meaning of this uh, inflection point? As you are all aware, global central banks all over the world are hiking rates except China and Japan. Globally inflation is high, much on the higher side, and that is putting pressure on central banks to hike rates. That is uh, common knowledge. But the point is how much, how much further? And our view is we are somewhere near the end of the rate hike cycle even though inflation is on the higher side. What's the logic for saying this? The logic is while on one hand economists are saying that inflation is high, much on the higher side, so interest rates have to be hiked significantly further to control inflation. That argument is correct. But the point is there is only so much of interest rate hike which economists can absorb. Just recall post-COVID, just when uh, economic recovery was uh, coming back on heel, the war started and supply chain disruptions happened. So uh, in today's scenario, when growth is not on a sound footing, central bank, now the job of a central bank is to balance inflation and growth. And they cannot keep on hiking rates indiscriminately just because inflation is high. So somewhere we are looking at the end of the rate hike cycle. In today's report, we look at a lot of uh, data points. So as an example, uh, how much has been the rate hikes done so far? In US, US Fed, it is 4.75%. In euro area, it is 3.5%. Among emerging economies, uh, Colombia has hiked by 9.75%. Brazil hiked significantly even earlier, much earlier than other uh, central banks. Um, South Africa has hiked by 3.5%, uh, Mexico by 5.5%, and so on and so forth. Uh, there are quite a few uh, central bank meetings forthcoming. Our RBI on 6th of April, Bank of England 11th of May, ECB, that is European Central Bank, on 4th of May, US Fed on uh, 3rd of May, the Swiss National Bank on 22nd June, Reserve Bank of Australia on 4th of April, Bank of Canada 12th April, and so on and so forth. And these meetings assume significance not only for the rate action but for the guidance. And uh, if you look at uh, global bond deeds across various markets, um, advanced economies, emerging economies, Today's 10-year sovereign bond yield levels as compared to the three-month average is on the lower side. And what does it imply? It implies that the market view is softening, which means the market is saying the view on rate hikes going forward is not as strong as earlier, which means the market is looking at the end of the rate hike cycle somewhere in the, may not be immediate future, but maybe over the medium term. Uh, when you look at the US Fed rate history, currently at 475 5%, 5% is the upper bound of the range. We are already uh, at levels pre-GFC, as in pre-global financial crisis. We have a graph from 1st January 2007 till date, and we are at similar levels as um, the pre-GFC uh, levels. Which means, uh, so what we are looking at is a rate normalization and not so much as a rate hike per se. So rate hike would imply rates are there at a certain level, and from those levels we are hiking it. 
Whereas normalization means rates had, had sunk to very low levels, uh, 0% in some economies, even uh, negative. And from uh, those levels, we are uh, normalizing. So from uh, those levels, we have uh, kind of normalized across uh, economies. And that is the logic for saying we are somewhere near the uh, end of the rate hike cycle. When we look at the uh, market discounting of uh, future rates, so there is this uh, US Fed funds futures from which Bloomberg compiles the probability of the uh, future rate hikes. So as per that, the, um, the US Fed rate in the next meeting is approximately 4.88%, which is broadly in the uh, same range as the current range of 475 to 5%. When we look at US 10-year yield movement, uh, it was just above 4% just a few weeks ago, currently it is 3.47%. So the easing from four plus percent to three and a half minus percent implies that the market view is softening. The market is saying rate hikes going forward won't be as strong. The two-year yield had eased even more uh, significantly. Um, it was at 5.07% on 8th March, currently it is 3.78%. This is significant. When we look at the uh, US Fed projections on the meeting on 22nd of March this year, so uh, they have predicted a final rate of 5.1%, which means what they are saying is the US Fed rate by end of calendar 23 will be 5.1%. And the Fed rate end of calendar 24 will be 4.3%. So the market is saying, the, sorry, the US Fed is saying one more rate hike of 25 basis points this calendar year and uh, rate cut of 75 basis points in the next calendar year 24. So, when we look at the uh, dot plot, the so dot plot is the uh, method of communication where the US Fed communicates their view on uh, future interest rates, Fed rates. So, uh, the dot plot uh, talks about approximately 5.1%, which is the average or the median of the various dots of the regional uh, Fed governors, which is uh, similar to the uh, earlier one. Uh, DXY, dollar index, has been oscillating a bit of late. Current rate is 102.5, which is off the uh, peak, which means the dollar index also tells us that uh, we are somewhere off the uh, peak rate hike expectations. On the ECB, uh, the target rate currently is 3%, and the market protection is 3.26% by July 23, which means market is looking at some more rate hike, maybe 25 basis point or thereabouts, but not too, too significantly. In the Eurozone, inflation is high, but uh, off from the peak. It was 10.6% in October 22, it is 8.5% in February 23. So 8.5% is high, but off from the peak. German bond failure, it was 2.75% on 2nd of March this year. Currently, it is 2.1%. So this is significant easing. German bond is taken as a proxy for Eurozone because there is no Eurozone sovereign E curve uh, per se. Then we come to Bank of England. The, the low was 0.1% during COVID period, now it is 4.25%. So rate hikes have been uh, significant. Inflation in the uh, UK is on the higher side, 10.4% uh, in February 23, which is on the higher side. In Japan, bond yields have eased. The bond tenure Japanese government bond yield was 0.51% on 16th of January, now it is 0.28%. It had increased so much when the uh, Bank of Japan increased their uh, tolerance band from 0 to 0.25% to 0 to 0.5%. So the market read it as a precursor of rate hikes, which has not happened, and the Bank of Japan has denied this. So 
the market view is uh, softening as of now. So, uh, the market view um, as taken from Bloomberg, what the market is saying, yes, there is a scope for some uh, minor rate hikes. The rate currently is minus 0.1% and the market is looking at a rate of uh, plus 0.7, maybe plus 0.1%, so approximately 15-20 bips uh, rate hike over the year. Globally, uh, commodity prices have eased from the post-war peaks touched uh, last year. And even in emerging economies where inflation was much on the higher side, like Russia, for example, on the higher side, but off the uh, peak. So, net net, what we conclude is that uh, inflation is high, but off from the peak. Globally, growth is not so strong as to absorb as much of rate hikes as the central banks would like to do with the objective of containing inflation. So, somewhere central banks all over the globe will have to uh, draw the line and we are somewhere near the end of the rate hike cycle. To know more, please read our today's report called Running Aid later today, that is 3rd of April 2020. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please forward it to others, share it on social media and leave a review. Follow this channel to hear about other podcasts. This podcast was prepared by Philip Capital India Private Limited. The information provided with this podcast is only for educational purposes and should not be considered as financial advice and this does not take into account any specific investment objectives, financial situations and neither do we warrant the correctness or accuracy of any information mentioned herein. The information and any analysis forecast, projections, expectations and opinions have been obtained from public sources which Philip Capital Research believes to be reliable. Philip Capital, its group entities and any of its representatives shall not be liable for any loss of any nature whatsoever caused or suffered owing to inaccurate or incomplete information mentioned herein.